Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jace and Dedeker teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, uh, Jace, I usually start with Dedeker, so Jace, how are you doing today? <laughs> Gosh, I'm doing okay. I, I'll have to admit, I'm a little bit nervous today, because I just got a new computer, because my other one was starting to gradually crumble apart and stop mm-hmm. working. Uh, and today was the like mad rush to make sure that everything's installed and working for this live show. It seems to be, you know, knock, knock on wood, seems to all be going great. Uh, but I'm just like, huh, huh. but it, I will say it yeah. works a lot better. Like it's running a oh, lot good. more smoothly. So as long as I didn't but- forget to set something in advance, we should be good. But you know what, Jace? The Lord will provide. Oh, yeah, that's great. If, if things go wrong, we will, you know, <laughs> we need to cobble together. throwing up her hands in confusion. <laughs> yeah, Emily's less faithful. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that you and your technical prowess will provide in the face of potential adversity. I think that you just wow. know what you're doing. So we'll be fine. Don't worry. You are such a doubting Thomas, Emily. Is well, that it, Thomas? You, yeah. I she believes in me. <laughs> no. I believe in the gospel of Jace. How about that? <laughs> I like that? that. That's good. Yeah. A little bit blasphemous, maybe, but I like it. I know. Well, although you said <laughs> that you always wanted to be a cult leader, so here we are. Here we are. It's all come true. <laughs> oh. So yeah, DBS I, has been your long con of trying to get some cult followers. Is yeah, that exactly. I'm assuming. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is that's mm-hmm. that's the the sneaky way. It's going to start out as this fun comedy show. It's not too serious. Next thing you know. We're all living on a commune. Wow. It sounds great. The way this year's going, <laughs> I'm all about it. If we build a commune that's literally around reading the Bible and drinking drinks, uh-huh. it sounds yeah. great. That sounds uh-huh. like what we're doing, except for, yeah, we're not all together right now. But yeah, all right. Uh, so we started this book, Second Kings, last time around. Do that was you, fun. Do you recall oh, wow. what happened? <laughs> It was a relatively, it started off a little boring, but then it kind of got action-packed by the end of there last was time. A, yeah, I know. I remember the bear, uh, the bears. There were <laughs> two, two bears. bears. Two right, bears. Right. Two 42 bears. Maybe kids. We don't know if they're kids, if they're adults, like if they're just innocent people or what, but they, uh, they got eaten-ish. They got eaten ish? I don't know. Something to that <laughs> well, effect. Well, they got mauled. We do they know got they mauled. got mauled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is this? Moab sacrificing his son. Did that happen? Yeah. Uh, yes, at the yeah. very end. The very, okay. very end. The king of Moab, like the the um, combined forces of Israel and Judah and uh, one other kingdom, they were all attacking the Moabites. And uh-huh. in their like final stand... The king of the Moabites sacrificed his own son to their god Molech, or not? Was it Molech? Uh, 
Chemosh. It was to Chemosh. Okay. And then, uh. and then mysteriously, the Israelites were there, uh, and anger was raised either against them or by them, and they left. Mm-hmm. And that kingdom stood for another couple hundred years. So oh, that was a confusing thing that we looked into in the bonus episodes last time. And then did Elijah get abducted by God? Well, yes. get an alien, alien invasion happened mm-hmm. via by God, and then he grabbed Elijah and was like, peace. Yeah, he, they, like some chariots of fire came down yeah. and sucked Elijah up in a whirlwind, and now Elisha is the new main prophet in town. Yeah, yeah and don't you insult his hairline. Don't even no. think about it. So you no. will get slushy slashed by bears. And yeah, <laughs> remember, please, he's played by Vin Diesel. So oh, okay, yeah. Yes. So yeah, there's no line of hair to be had. It's just like a head. Yeah, it's just, it's just a bald head. head. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. a bald exactly. head. It's a great, great looking bald head. It's great. There you go. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Boy, okay. What if? What if someday some person who likes this show were like, you know what? I'm like personal friends with all these people let me like bring them in and <laughs> all the 65 <laughs> celebrities exactly. that you've i mean it, it could happen someone it just could happen. very well connected you know <laughs> yeah i think yeah it could, I think any it could happen. any of you out there hey through god all things are possible yeah wow Jennifer. she's really whipping out like, all the you really, back into an evangelical yes. <laughs> i'm really whipping happening? it out today i'm primed i'm primed and ready i can see yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right what what are y'all drinking Oh, well, I realized that there's like an entire case of Modelo Negra in the fridge that I've been neglecting. So I was just like, oh, I guess I'll have one of those. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's probably Lovely. delightful. It's not, not a Solid slog, choice. Really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm drinking a Crikey IPA, hmm. uh, which is one that, that I had, from? had on this show you th- forever ago. Where do you think it's from, Emily? Uh, I mean, Australia. Yeah, I mean it's it's not actually. They they've just oh, named it. it. I know they've named it a clever, <laughs> cute thing, but it's actually uh, Seattle, Washington. It's actually a local oh, brewery. Okay. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, Rubens Brews is the company, but it's a crikey, oh, and you can crikey. tell you can tell that it's not actually British or Australian or anywhere else in the world because on the side they phonetically tell you like how you pronounce it. Oh, wow. <laughs> For the Americans. For the, the Americans. Yeah, crikey. We're like, crikey? Crikey? I'm going to have a crikey beer. Crikey? Croquet. A croquet Perfect. Emily, what kind of beautiful cocktail do you have for us today? Okay. So I had a bunch of... Yeah, this is my like fun garnish. That's nice. Some coconut. It's very Coconut shavings. Exactly. It's essentially like a green pineapple mojito smoothie oh geez. so i know um it, there's like uh may, maybe a cup and a half of spinach a lime um i put a ton of ginger and i didn't mean to do that much but it like a thumb <laughs> of ginger i uh-huh. uh, and then let's see uh, mint fresh mint and then a little bit of coconut milk and I, yeah, it just blended that with rum. It's great. That sounds lovely. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I, I, it, depending on how gingery you want it, maybe don't do that much, but um, <laughs> I do recommend it. It's very refreshing, even though it's kind of cold outside. But nice. I needed to get rid of the spinach that I have that's slowly <laughs> wilting. So why not make it into a cocktail? I mean, exactly. J- just earlier today, Emily, you were talking about coming up here to Seattle and staying with us for a while and making food. And I was like, but really. <laughs> 
making cocktails <laughs> making all these yeah, amazing no, cocktails I mean, exactly i was like this sound that sounds like a great time exactly. being our our booze mom yeah booze and the, i would cook for you and then make you alcohol that would be interesting make you make cocktails yeah love, it. love it. it sounds, it sounds yeah. great i have no complaints about this plan yeah you're like whatsoever. get up here come yeah, on seriously. i know yeah so we're continuing on with second kings reading chapters four and five today just two chapters if you want to read along with us you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in two kings four dash five as we get started we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly you can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car but please do not do both at the same time and with that second kings chapter four There cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets to Elisha, saying... Um, um excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> what was that? What was that family tree you just ran us through just real quick? a certain yeah. woman. So, oh, wait. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets to Elisha so the wives sons said... She said to Elisha... Prophets. Okay, all right. So it's your second cousin twice removed. Gotcha. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Some random people. We don't yeah, know who. I guess a daughter-in-law of the prophets. Whatever prophets, uh, who knows? Yeah, were, just were some they, prophets. Were they the ones from that cave back in First Kings? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she said to Elisha, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant did fear Yahweh and the creditor is come to take to him my two children to be bond servants. Whoa. Oh, gosh. Wow, things were rough So he owed then. someone <laughs> some money, and the, the guy's like, we're going to pay up in By kids. taking your kids. Yes, <laughs> <Yuck>. exactly. <laughs> so this is, what's funny is, what's funny is, not too long ago, we had examples of people doing exactly the same thing, but the bond keeper was Yahweh, and the Levites, Ooh. right? With the, the what, are, what were they called? Yes. I always forget the name. Uh, the Nazarites? Yes, the Nazarites. Yeah, they would take the Nazarite vow. Yes. Right, like Samson. Okay. Samson was one of those, exactly. I believe. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Elisha said to her, yeah, this is Vin Diesel, right? Yes. I don't know how to do Vin Diesel's voice. So I'm just going <laughs> to do a voice. Don't worry about it. It's like really guttural. Yeah, what shall I do for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't that's like no. for the sake of your like vocal cords, yeah. we can't yeah. maintain that you gotta yeah. take it back a notch Elisha said to her what shall I do for you tell me what have you in the house she said your handmaid has nothing in the house except a pot of oil then he said go borrow you vessels abroad of all your neighbors even empty vessels <laughs> borrow not a few but like, many. <laughs> I guess I guess that's the implication there. <laughs> Borrow not a few. You shall go in and shut the door on you and on your sons and pour out into all those vessels and you shall set aside that which is full. And okay, she so and she said and she said I could not follow any of that. <laughs> Please tell me again <laughs> what I need to do. Did you get it? I didn't understand the instructions. I think I, th- I get it, but I think it's because I vaguely remember the story that 
He's asked her, okay, all you have in the house, a little bit of oil, a jar of oil, great. Go borrow a bunch of different jars and vessels from your neighbors mm-hmm. and then lock yourself in your house with your sons and pour your jar of oil into the vessels. Okay, yes. yeah. Oh, that seems to match okay. up with what the message is saying. It just says pour oil into each container. When each is full, set it aside. Okay. It's okay. just a confusing way to, to say that. Okay, great. So she went from him. And she shut the door on her and on her sons. They brought the vessels to her and she poured out. It happened. <laughs> it's a weird, it's weird grammar. It's a funny going way to say here. that. Yeah. Yeah. And she poured out, period. <laughs> it happened when the vessels were full that she said to her son, Bring me yet a vessel. He said to her, There isn't another vessel. <laughs> We took all of them, Mom. <laughs> all of them in town. Yeah. We had to yeah. answer so what, many awkward questions why do you want from our neighbors. <laughs> and so then, this is, okay, but we're setting up like a miracle, right? Because it's like she only has one jar of oil and she's able to fill up all these vessels. Yes. Okay. You know what? I, I think it might be the kind of situation because Elijah did this magic before yes, with, with the, the woman with the little bit of oil and a little bit of flour. Yes. Yeah. It's got to be a similar sort of deal. So, Are prophets magicians? Well, <laughs> what some prophets are magicians, what but not sentence. all magicians are prophets. Oh, I okay. see. Okay. okay. Stick that so on your SAT over- test. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they overlap somewhat, but what did you you said not all magicians are prophets. But yes. some prophets are magicians. Yes, because I know but, exactly what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Trust okay, me. but not all prophets are magicians either. Prophets seem to do magical things by the power of God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can we all agree on that? We can agree sure. on that. But <laughs> but we have established that way back in Exodus, that Pharaoh also had magicians who could do some kind of magic. Yeah. But they but were not, not prophets. Magic. Not Yahweh's no. magic. So, yeah. Not it's... the rod and Aaron and stuff. Ro- yeah. Aaron's rod. Yeah. Not the budding rod. They right. could do rod into snake. Yeah, they did that. Yeah. They did and they frogs could out of the ha- river. The, yeah, frogs out of the river. They could do hand into gross trick. And uh-huh. they could do water into blood trick. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. 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 That was in their repertoire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those are good tricks. Book, book yeah, them they at are. The magic Castle. Pretty- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have them at the Magic Castle next. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And for my next trick. What do you think? Is that stage magic or is that up close magic? <laughs> I, I feel like that's the big magic. Yeah. The big Not magic? Up close. I don't know. It's... I think hand into gross is the, probably yeah. up close magic. The, le- okay. the leprous hand is probably a good up close magic. Yeah. <laughs> it would okay. be good for like Halloween time. Oh, you know, yeah, it's good. like up close, but also gross and spooky. Yeah. yeah, we'll book them for different types of magic. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so sorry. The the last sentence of that verse just says the oil stayed, and it I, stayed like it, it didn't stayed. leave. It did not abandon the wife no. and children and it's go nice off of and buy a VW van and drive through the wilderness, <laughs> learning to rediscover himself. Okay. Good. <laughs> wow. He stayed. Gosh. He was a good dad. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, so the. the what I learned here is I, I looked up in the message. I was like, what are you talking about? And it says that she asked her son for another jug. And he's like, there aren't any more. And then the oil stopped. So it's like that unlimited oil until we run out of vessels and then it stops. So I think the stayed oh, okay. is like stopped. I think, okay. that's, I think that's what we're supposed to take away here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, verse seven. Then she came and told the man of God. He said, go, sell the oil and pay your debt. 
Oh. Oh. I thought for sure it was going to oh, wow. be like, put some cloth into them, light them on fire, and throw them at the debt collectors like a Molotov <laughs> cocktail and just burn them up. No, oh, this so is no, lovely. This, this is more of like an entrepreneurial venture. He got yeah. her in on his like pyramid scheme. Yeah, his right. oil pyramid scheme. He's like, you Perfect. go find 10 other widows with debt. Exactly. Get with them vessels. to do, yeah. <laughs> If you okay. just ask 10 friends to give you their vessels and right. you fill wow. them up, yeah. Right. Out of uh, debt. Yeah. yeah. But wait okay. a minute. No she effectively took people's, like, property. I guess she asked <laughs> nicely. But maybe I guess she's going to... Like, it's just the vessels. Maybe she's going to pour it out, though. Yeah, it's just the vessel. Maybe it's a kind so of bring your she own gives container. It back. She's it's like, very... ha you can have this back, but you have to pay for it now. <laughs> oh, so she's, like, going to extort uh. her neighbors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, it, as long as her rates are good, that might not be so bad. Okay. It's like, okay, I just, okay. like, it's like when you go and you refill your propane tank. It's like they bring um, their, their vessel back to her mm-hmm. and she fills it up and charges okay. them some money. Okay. okay. That's good. That's okay. good. <laughs> okay. Lots of entrepreneurial options going on here. <laughs> yeah. So he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and live you and your sons of the rest. Oh, so you'll have some leftover too to wow. just live on. Okay. Wow. It fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem where was a great woman and she constrained oh. him to eat bread. <laughs> okay. A great woman. Okay. Gosh. Uh, is this our first like actually like complimented woman in the Bible other than kind of our main characters? Um, our first like positive but non-named female character, a great woman. Perhaps now, they talked. Yeah. They talked yeah. about women being really like pretty. Yeah, yeah. but this. Yeah. yeah, she's a great woman. The message calls her a leading lady of the town. Oh, okay. a leading lady! Okay. What is this? A community theater production? Seriously. Come on now! Jeez. Wow. A okay. leading lady of the town. Um. Okay, and she's constraining him to eat bread. She's forcing some bread down his throat. Yeah, he's like, I don't really want to. She's like, You have to eat it. I'm a leader. Show it. You doing it? So, so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat bread. Oh, see, so he loved That's to stop nice. by and see this woman. He loved that oh, bread. He's like, mm, okay. that is that really euphemism? good? Oh, it might be. My okay. Mm. He said to her husband, "See now, I perceive that this. I'm sorry." She said she to her said, husband. She said to her husband, "See now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God that passes us continually. Let us make, please, <clears throat> a little chamber on the wall." <laughs> And let us set for him there a bed, and a table, and a seat, and a lampstand. And it shall be, when he comes to us, that he shall turn in there. Oh, let's just make him a little Airbnb his yeah, own, for his own sweet. private use. Aww. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it fell on a day that he came there, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. He said, Wait, hold, oh, on, hold on, nice. hold on, hold on. Stop for a second. What okay. does he get in his chamber? Uh, it was oh, a bed, right. a table, a seat, and a lampstand. Okay. A little nice. reading nook. You know, it's like with a dorm. Bed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's good. Um, it, it fell on a day that he turned, that, sorry, that he came there. He turned into the chamber and lay there. He said to Gehazi, his servant, okay, cool. I guess he, I guess he has a servant also with him. Or is it the people's servant that, that made him this little Airbnb? Uh, I don't know. Whose servant yeah. is Gehazi? Gehazi. I, don't know. I have no idea. We could write down Gehazi to look up later and try oh, yeah, to figure out. Sh- whose servant is it? Yeah. He said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. When he had called her, she stood before him. 
Oh, so maybe this, this woman the, is the Shunammite. The great woman? Oh, yeah. great lady. The I'm leading, assuming the leading lady. Is his. <laughs> the leading lady. <laughs> uh, yes. So he said to him, say now to her, what? Okay, sorry. He said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. When he had called her, she stood before him. He said to him, say now to her, behold, you have been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for you? Would you be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? I don't know why he's having to do this through a intermediate messenger. Yeah, that's a little but, odd. Yeah. But I get that he's he's kind of trying to be like, what can what can I do for yeah, you? This you is know, great. You set me up with this really sweet pad. Mm. Yeah, how can I repay you? In chat, Brady says translator. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe they speak oh. a different language or something. I have no idea. I guess oh, that, interesting. I guess that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows Shun- Shunamese is just right. It's, it's maybe it's one stuff. Maybe it's like a a really different dialect that they speak. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the mm-hmm. Shunamite accent is just really really oh, yeah. hard yeah. To, challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said to him, "Oh yeah, sorry that whole. What do you want?" She answered, <laughs> "I dwell among my own people." He said, that doesn't answer my question. No. He said, (laughs) what then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, most assuredly, she has no son and her husband is old. He said... You need to impregnate her. (laughs) Yeah. That's Uh, what she wants. Interesting. He said, call her. When he had called her, she stood in the door. It's like, I can fix this whole son situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on. Yeah. I do have a nice bed that you fixed up for me. That's yeah. true, yeah. We've got to christen it. <laughs> Ugh, christen it. Wow. Christen it. Wow. Wait, what it, what the, is that something else? Or no, no, that's I, great. Okay. <laughs> what do you do? Hold on. What do you do to a ship? You christen a ship? Yeah. When well, you break like a champagne bottle, is that christening? Do you call it christening? I don't know if you call it christening. You christen a baby. Oh, about to not, type in but Google. you don't break a bottle of champagne on a baby's head to christen it. You don't. That I know. <laughs> that would be weird. Ship launching? Yeah, you christen a you christen a boat. Okay. Were you okay. christened? Christen a boat. Dedeker? What? Were you christened as a child? I was christened. Is that is that different than than baptism? Yes, yeah. yes, I was christened. I yeah. have pictures and everything. Oh What's wow. A, what? What is that? Christening is, is that where you get your name? Well, it came from, uh, sorry, I know there's people out there who know, (laughs) shut up. There's people who know (laughs) a lot more about this than I do. But my understanding of it is that like, uh, I associate it with kind of like an Orthodox church or Catholic church tradition of needing to, that's when you get your Christian name. That's kind of the old tradition of you get your Christian name when you're christened. And instead of it being like dunking a baby, you know, it's usually just sprinkling a little bit of water mm-hmm. on the baby's head. And I think in the Catholic church, it's like, that's when you officially get put into like the church register hmm. and things like that. Um, but yeah, hmm. I was christened and I was baptized. I've been dunked in water many times for the Lord. Wow. Right. So for, yeah, in my family, it was that I was christened as a baby, but then not baptized as a baby because they believed that baptism is something you should choose to do. So that's something that I did later when I was probably 12 or something like that. Yeah, I was like 12 when I got baptized. Too. Yeah. Y'all were like, I can't wait to be baptized. It's basically like, I'm an adult and can make choices about how I feel about religion. <laughs> right. I'm like, uh, I'm, no. I'm able to enter into a contractual obligation nowadays. 12, <laughs> sure. With God. <laughs> right. 
Someone saying that you but don't get your, your god name until confirmation in Catholicism. Oh, in Stephanie Catholicism. says, "What's your god name?" But when do you get? Do you get your saint name when you're christened or your? Wait a minute, you, you're a saint. I no, you just I get named after a saint. Yeah, I thought that happened at, at your confirmation, though. So saint name is confirmation. Yeah, because you, you name pick your saints and like research them and stuff when you do your confirmation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Confirmation is only in the Catholic Church, Emily. It's not really a thing. Yeah. They, they also do it in, in the Lutheran Church, I believe, and the Congregational Church. There's some others that do it, but it started as a Catholic thing. Wow. Okay, so this anyway. all started with sex. Yeah. Okay. So uh, then she... Okay, so he had the servant call her again, and she stood in the door. He said... At this season, when the time comes around, you shall embrace a son. Oh, wait. She, <laughs> she said, she saw through this plan. She said, no, my Lord, you man of God, do not lie to your handmaid. Like, don't, don't lie to me. I thought she said lie with your don't handmaid. Don't lie to me first. or lie. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't lie to your handmaid. You're clearly joking. Both. It's both. And he's like. You laughed. And she's like, I did not laugh. And he's like, you did laugh. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little callback to Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Yep. The woman conceived. Oh, that's okay. Next sentence. The woman conceived. Just bam. And bore a son at that season when the time came round, as Elisha had said to her. Wow. So, wow. This is like a Jesus was born, right? No, I'm well, pretty sure she had the son with, a- his, with her husband. <laughs> Oh, oh, but this has definitely been a recurring theme of someone who thinks that they can't get pregnant because they're too old, usually. Well, it then, was the or di- because they've been barren, then okay. is able to have a baby through the power That's of God. Nice. Right. It, <laughs> it does sound a little bit like it could be Elisha's kid. <laughs> yeah. Let <laughs> yeah. me do it's this. Like, well, here's your problem. Miracle Left to interpretation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your miracle baby. Okay. <laughs> when the child was grown. It fell on a day that he went out to his father, to the reapers. He said to don't his father, fear the, fear the reaper. I don't know. fear the Honestly. reaper, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said to his father, my head, my head. He said to his servant, uh, the father, uh, I guess, said to his servant, carry him to his mother. When oh, she had, so he's having a head issue. A head problem, yeah. His okay. head hurts. When he had taken him and brought him up to his mother, he sat on her knees until noon. And then died. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Gosh! And oh, no. there was the short, sad story of this unnamed kid. Yeah, yeah. gosh, this unnamed promised God baby. She Aww. went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door on him and went out. Okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, Elisha is still hanging out. This is, is Elisha going to come in like Elijah and do the weird? I'm going to lay on, on this the kid. child. Mm. Lay on the kid a To resurrect, you think he's going to pull a, a, an Elijah, as it were. I think it might be possible. We'll that, oh, this boy. is my turn to it. pass it over to Dedeker now. Oh, oh all right. Gosh, okay. okay. Do oh, it, Dedeker. Boy, what is going to happen? Okay. Uh, yes, he died. She put him on the bed. Okay, she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come again. He said... Why will you go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. Everyone knows that's the only time you go <laughs> to the man of God. Yeah. She said, it shall be well. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I, I got it. Like, I got it. Just 
<laughs> this is great because in the message it says he says that like but why today it isn't a holy day it's neither new moon nor the sabbath she said don't ask questions i need to go right now trust me there you go she's like don't worry he's yeah. gonna cook me up a whole new son right <laughs> <laughs> I'm even older now, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, drive and go forward. Don't slacken me the riding, except I bid you. <laughs> so, what? Like, I think she's telling him to floor it. Oh, yeah. Like, don't slow down unless to, I bid you. Yeah. I see. Floor it on the, this donkey. Make it go real fast. <laughs> Goodness. If you can get this donkey flying low, that'd be great. Yeah. If you got some nitro to put in this donkey, could use so, it. She went and came to the man of God to Mount Carmel. It happened when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to Gehazi, his servant. Okay, I guess it is his servant. He said to Gehazi, his servant, behold, yonder is the Shunammite. Please run now to meet her and ask her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? Nah. Boy, it's not. She she answered, it is well. It's a lie, though. What? It's well, it's well, just come, come on. Because she didn't okay. want to talk to Gehazi about it. She's like, I only yeah. want to tell the man Yeah, maybe himself. she's like, yeah. yeah Interesting. Yeah. When she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught hold of his feet. Gehazi came near to thrust her <laughs> away. Oh. But the man of God said, let her alone, for her soul is vexed within her. Mm-hmm. And Yahweh has hid it from me and has not told me. Oh. oh he couldn't prophesy it. Yeah. 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 Why? Then she said, did I desire a son of my Lord? Didn't I say, do not deceive me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he said to Gehazi, gird up your loins and take my staff in your hand and go your way. If you meet any man, don't greet him. And if anyone greets you, don't answer him again and lay my staff on the face of of the child. Okay. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Just <laughs> whack that kid. Just beat, beat him right awake. What? <laughs> I mean, so just they, take I, my they staff and lay, like, lay it, it on. Yeah. Just like very gent, very gently. Just, just and so like gently. Some almonds gently. will sprout out of it. And then, yeah, and then uh, he'll awaken. Oh, I really do not like this imagery of like lay my staff on this child. Oh, it's, oh gross! It's I didn't even think about that, Dedeker. Jeez. Yeah. Well, but considering that the precursor to this was Elijah laying his whole body on top of a child, maybe really this was no, okay. a common no. practice back then. Yeah. Also, you know? you're. I think you're reaching now because he's having Gehazi go put his staff on it. Like that doesn't that, doesn't. Okay. All right. It's not. That's not, true. It's not. That's yeah, true. I'm he's just not, saying the imagery is like, weird. Vin Diesel would not do that. <laughs> I'm vetoing no. this this uh, potential interpretation for this scene. Okay. The mother of the child said, "As Yahweh lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you." He arose and followed her. Gehazi, Wait, yes. Gehazi, Rose? no. I okay. no. I yeah, don't know. yeah. I think Ooh, Gehazi. Okay. No, but the mother of the child is like, I'm not going to leave you. So I think she's... I think she went with him. And it said, he, who's he, Rose? No one knows. No one ever knows. Because this freaking translation is so unclear. In the message, it's Gehazi. Because he's the one going. Great. Thank you. I don't know what Elisha's doing. Maybe he's also following, but further behind. I have no idea. He was like, I can't. I'm not coming. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Gehazi passed on before them and laid the staff on the face of the child... 
but there was neither voice nor hearing. Therefore, he returned to meet him and told him, saying, The child has not awakened. When Elisha was coming to the house, because Elisha was like, you gotta, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Um, yeah, you should have done that first in the yeah. first place. When Elisha was coming to the house, behold, the child was dead and laid on his bed. He yeah. went in, therefore, and shut the door on them both and prayed to Yahweh. He, oh, boy. Whoa. Okay. He went up and lay on the child and put his mouth on his mouth and his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself on him and the flesh of the child grew warm. Good. Good, Whoa. good, good. Whoa. Then he returned and walked in the house once, once back and forth and went up and stretched himself on him. And the child sneezed seven times. Whoa. And the what? child opened his eyes. What is happening? There's a lot of unexpected twists and turns happening here. It's like when, a- when your cat like gets into a sneezing, you know, fit. That's like what, it, what I think right. of, like sneeze seven times. It's just super seven? random. What? Can we look that up, please? Can we write that down for the bonus? I want to sure. know how people are trying to understand yeah. this yeah, wild totally. thing. Okay, sneeze seven times. Yes. Okay. He called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her. When she was come into him, he said, take up your son. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and she took up her son and went out. And I guess that's the end of that story. Uh, There's still more in the chapter, though. Okay. Um, (laughs) Elisha came again to Gilgal. There was a dearth in the land. Dearth? Dearth. Dearth. Yeah. A famine is what the message says. A dearth, because that's a good translation for that. There was a dearth in the land. And the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. And he said to his servant, set on the great pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets. (laughs) One. It's a giant (laughs) stew fest. Uh Yes. During a famine, it'll be great. One went out into the field to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered of it wild gourds, his lap full, and came and shred them into the pot of stew, for they didn't recognize them. Good practice when you find a weird gourd Yikes. out in the wild. Uh, I'll just make a stew you of don't it. Recognize. Yeah, this looks edible. No problem. <laughs> I guess if you're desperate enough, if you're desperate, no, wasn't there a- there's no food. That whole movie with Emile Hirsch about, like, the guy died because he had, like, the, a bad plant. You I know what no I'm talking idea. about? Into, in, the wild, in, into, into the wild. Into the wild. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. yeah Come true on. story. Come on. That's true. It was a That's true story. True. Yeah. Okay. So they poured out for the men to eat. It happened as they were eating of the stew that they cried out and said, man of God, there is death in the pot. Oh, They could totally not eat it. of it. Yes. There you go. See? Told you. But he said, then bring meal. He, ca- he cast it into the pot and he said, pour out for the people that they may eat. There was no harm in the pot. Because of okay. meal? Okay. <laughs> meal. That, that meal. did it. Can, that, can I can read you it. the message version of yes. this? Oh, <laughs> yes, please. So uh, they said, death in the pot, O man of God. Death in the pot. Nobody could eat it. Elisha ordered, get me some meal. Then he sprinkled it into the stew pot. Now serve it up to the men, he said. They ate it, and it was just fine. Nothing wrong with that stew. And that's 
that is italicized and then an exclamation point at the end. Nothing wrong with that, Stu. Fine. Ooh, it was all right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Stu. Wow. Okay. New story. New story. Okay. Switching gears. Yet again. There, yep. Yet again. There came a man from Baal Shalashah. And brought the man of God bread of the first fruits, twenty loaves of barley, and fresh ears of grain in his sack. He said, Give to the people that they may eat. His servant said, What? Should I set this before a hundred men? But he (laughs) said, Give the people that they may eat. For thus says Yahweh, They shall eat and shall leave of it. So he set it before them, and they ate and left of it, according to the word of Yahweh. That's the end of the chapter. Okay, thanks. So for that this interlude. is like a precursor to the loaves and fishes miracle that's going to happen. Uh, in... Spoiler studs. Excuse me. The what? Spoilers. The loaves and fishes miracle that's going to happen in the New Testament of like food that doesn't seem like enough miraculously becoming enough, which we've already repeated also many times. Now. Yeah, Elijah and Elisha have already done this, and now it's another version. Yeah, they did it with oil and. I guess Is Elijah it even that did it cool with flour when too. Jesus does it then because it's already been done so many times. Yeah, everyone's like, we've seen this one before, Jesus. Come on. Well, I know that there's probably been a lot more academic analysis of this, but it makes sense now that I'm thinking about, you know, the ways that the Bible has been edited and the story of Jesus has been written and rewritten to for particular interpretation, right? To to okay. push a particular narrative or a particular understanding of the story. And this would make sense if you're like, ah, see, he's connected like the prophets of old. He did these similar miracles. Right, right. You know, or maybe you kind of fabricate a story to make it seem more like, ah, yes, this was the prophet that was predicted in the Old Testament. I don't know. You get what well, I'm... Yeah, yeah, we've get, kind of established, yeah. like, this is what a real prophet does. So to prove yourself, you got to do that. It's like okay. What does a real prophet do? Okay, definitely the markers of a real prophet: multiplying oil, mm-hmm. oil, meal, uh, stew, food. Just multiplying food, uh, lying on children, and raising them from the them. dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else does a prophet do? Separating waters, doing magical stuff with water. What else? Uh, I mean, in the olden days, it's Prophesy. you know making your hand leprous and like. Serpents yeah. from, from stabs. Yeah, yeah. But, I appreciate yeah. Sean in the chat saying starting a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot good. of prophets running around. Maybe some false prophets too, if you mm, know yeah. what I mean. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Samantha asked, did one of them summon the she-bears? I mean, so Elisha cursed the kids, but it was Yahweh, I guess, that sent the she-bears? We were a little yeah, unclear but technically on that, Yahweh's but... power does all this stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Mm-hmm. In any case, yeah, got some great, great moves. We're kind of establishing like what does a good prophet do? Because Elijah and now Elisha—they're kind of like the gold standard for, you know, the 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 biggest hit podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> prophet casts. They're the prophet they're casts. Joe, the Joe that... Rogan essentially no. of, there you the, go. of the prophet world. Right. You know? Great. Anyway, speaking, uh, yes, John Michael in the chat made a pretty good joke about not knowing that podcasts podcasts were that profitable. Oh, cute. Oh, I, I get They're it. They're not prof- generally. Profit, well, okay, that's actually a perfect segue. Uh. A perfect segue. <laughs> podcasts potentially are profitable when you're the kind of podcast that's just like three people chatting about the Bible and having beers. Not as profitable as let's say the Joe Rogan podcast. So mm-hmm. that's why we would really appreciate your support if you're in a place where you're able to give it. 
Alrighty, and we're back. So now we are moving on to 2 Kings chapter 5. Let's do this. Now, nah, man. I think <laughs> nah, it's Naaman. Oh, nah, Naaman. I like nah, man. <laughs> That's <sure>. good. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Name, man. <laughs> Captain of the host of the king of Syria was a great man with his master and honorable because by him Yahweh had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Mm. Whoa. So Gosh. interesting. Okay. I know. I don't know how he's how he can do all these things, but cool. Shame. Good for him. Yeah. The Syrians had gone out in bands and had brought away captive out of the land and had brought away captive out of the land of like Israel. Captives? I don't no, know. Ca- oh, I no. Oh, I see. I see. They they brought oh, someone they captive. Brought captive. Okay. Brought away captive out of the land of Israel, a little maiden. And Aww. she waited on Naaman's wife. Interesting. Oh, a tiny little maiden. Just a little, little maiden. She said to her mistress, would that my lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria? Then would he recover him of his leprosy? Oh, she's oh. talking about Elisha? I, I must so. be, yeah. One went in and told his lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maiden who is of the land of Israel. I love how they do that. They're like, half- you know, she said a bunch of stuff, whatever. Yeah, whatever, yeah, some stuff. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. He departed and took with him 10 talents of silver and 6,000 pieces of gold and 10 changes of clothing. Oh, well, you know, got to have costume changes. There you go. (laughs) Maybe this is a a super long journey. Or is he going to sell the clothes? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Weird. He brought the letter to the king of Israel saying, Now, when this letter is come to you, behold, I have sent Naaman, my servant, to you, that you may recover him of his leprosy. It happened when the king of Israel had read the letter that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man does send me to recover a man of his leprosy? But consider, I pray you, and see how he seeks a quarrel against me. Okay. So he's basically saying, because this was to the king, and the king's like, cure him of leprosy? What? Like, I don't know how to do that. Like, he just He's trying to start a fight. He's trying to start yeah. a fight. He's like, oh, you're going to fail. And then it's all, yeah. Then, yeah. It's going to be like Rumpelstiltskin spinning straw into gold and stuff. Sure. Okay. All right. I didn't <laughs> yeah. see that the angle, but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's an angle to take. Uh-huh. It was so when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes that he sent to the king saying, why have you torn your clothes? <laughs> they were nice. Come on, man. I got this, bro. Come on. Yeah. Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Everyone's like, yeah, we know that there is, okay? (laughs) That's why we sent him. Do we remember who the king is at this time? No. Is anyone in the chat? Joram? Who? Oh, Joram. Yeah, Jehoram, who is who is like Ahab's son, Ahab and Jezebel's son. It was. He I is. He is the one. Okay. Yeah. It yeah, makes so. sense. Good job. So okay. I just, I was just was wondering because I was curious what his relationship to Elisha was, because because his dad, I guess, and 
uh, his mom had both been like constantly at odds with Elijah. Elijah. So anyway, I was just curious. Mm. Maybe he's kind of over it. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariots and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall come again to you and you shall be clean. Boy. I'm sorry. For a second, I thought that that said your flesh shall come off of you. And I was like, okay, but no, we're good. We're good. We're good. He's like, this isn't leprosy. You're just really filthy. Yeah, something to that degree. I don't know. Uh, But Naaman was angry and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of Yahweh's God and wave his hand all over the place and recover the leper. (laughs) Oh. All over the place? Right. All over the place. (laughs) Yeah, because he came like a lie. Or sorry, Naaman came on his chariots outside the door and Elisha didn't even go out. He just sent a servant mm. to be like, oh, yeah, yeah he, he says, um, Elisha's I don't know, way too times. big for his britches at this point. I feel yeah. like Elijah never like got this big for his britches, but, you know. I like it. I like it. Elisha's like, oh, okay. no, all, right. all of you think everyone should bend over backwards for you, but actually it's going to go the other way around right now. Yeah, Brady in the chat says the Bears really did it for him. That was his turning point. <laughs> right. That was go. the moment he yeah. knew. He's like, I'm taking ownership and I am me and I'm unapologetic and everyone else has to just be here mm-hmm. for it. But yeah. I feel like he was super deferential to Elijah. And then as well, soon yeah. as Elijah pieced out, he was like, yeah, I'm the man, on <laughs> big man on camp now mm-hmm. and you know he, yeah yeah no I, so, i'm into it i think it's great all right well I'm i think vin diesel it. should be proud of who he is and not take I mean, shit from anybody know, yeah i get it okay aren't abner and far 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 <laughs> par i'm sorry far par uh far par that like a south paw i don't know far 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 par uh, <laughs> oh apparently it's a river that's the name of a river. Oh. oh, yeah. The rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel. May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned away and went in rage. Oh, he was like, I can I can wash myself at home. Why right. Why is the Jordan special? Yeah. Because Elisha says so, bro. Just do it. Jeez. Mm. Mm. Big mistake. His, his servants came near and spoke to him and said, my father, if the prophet had bid you to do some great thing, wouldn't you have done it? That's what I'm saying. Seriously. Mm. How much rather than when he says to you, wash and be clean, then went he down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like the flesh wow. of a little child. And he was clean. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe a little too clean. His skin yeah, was as wow. soft as the baby's bottom is what it just Yeah, he's said. like, wow, yeah. geez, I aged backwards. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> He returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him. And he said, see now, I know that there is no God in all the earth, but in Israel. How therefore, please take a present from your servant. And he handed him a wrapped gift. <laughs> oh, oh it, predictions about what's inside it? Yeah. Uh, uh, like uh, some good jewels. Some, like, or maybe magic. some of that gold, because he brought all that gold and silver with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe a couple of changes of clothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, know. yeah. Like some new digs. <laughs> some yeah. designer, some designer prophet robes. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, as Yahweh lives before whom I stand, I will receive none. He urged him to take it, but he refused. 
Naman said, or Naaman, nah, man. Nah, man. <laughs> said, nah. If not yet, please let there be given to your servant two mules burden of earth. What? Huh? What? What, what now? Is that like manure? Two mules burden, burden of, earth. of earth. That does sound like manure, maybe. Or is it just two amounts of earth that a mule, two mules could carry? I don't know. J- okay, let me look up the message here. It says. If you won't take anything, said Nah, man. Let Here's me some poop. Let me ask you for something. Give oh. me oh. a load of dirt, as much as a team of donkeys can carry, because I'm never again going to worship any god other than God. I think he means Yahweh. <laughs> okay. But there's one thing Wait. that I need. I don't think you're there yet. No. Okay, okay, so he wants so, dirt from here, I guess. Okay. He wants some cool, holy so, Elisha dirt. It's like, yeah. give me that Israel clay. It gives me mm, such good right, like, right, beauty right. Instagrammer skin. Yes. I just, I paint it all over and it's great. <laughs> right. So, okay, your servant, two meals burden of earth, mules burden of earth. For your servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice to other gods, but to Yahweh. In this thing, Yahweh, pardon your servant, when my master goes into the house of Rimon Rimon, Mm. to worship there, and he leans on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of Rimon when I bow myself in the house of Rimon. Yahweh, pardon your servant in this thing. Okay, is Rimon another god? Yeah. And it's the idea of, I need to take my master in, and I have to go through the motions of also bowing to Rimon. Right. But... Please, don't like, understand, let Yahweh me. know. I, I don't Why have a choice. Why does he have to do that? Why doesn't he have a choice? Well, he's because the he's the captain of the guard. he's from a different country. Yeah. He's the captain of the guard of this other country. And when the king goes to temple for Rimon, he has to he's go with him. He's got to come. Yeah. Now, Rimon okay. is a whole new god. I guess. I, I don't, I've never heard of this guy. You write him down. We should look up, at him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wonder what his specialty is. It's like uh, yeah. I don't know. if if like Molech is all about eating babies, Rimon is just like I want duck feathers shoved into your mouth or something I don't know. really weird. Wow. 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 Okay. <laughs> we just uh, pulled that one out, Dedeker. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh he said to him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a little way. Okay. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man mm. of God, said, Behold, my master has spared this Naaman, the Syrian. In not receiving at his hands that which he brought, as Yahweh lives, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. Like uh, uh, the presents that he wanted to give? He's like, my master oh. should have gotten payment. I know it was like a cool power flex, but like really though, we could no, use no, some money. No, he, I, maybe. <laughs> so Gehazi followed after Naaman. When Naaman saw one running after him, he alighted from the chariot to meet him and said, is all well? He said, all is well. My master sent me, saying, Behold, every now, even now, there are come to me from the hill country of Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of clothing. Naaman said, But be pleased to take two talents. Okay, so it's like like Elisha, after the fact, was like, I know what I could have asked for. No, Elisha didn't do anything. This no? is just his it servant. Was, it Gah- was Gahazi. Gehazi. The Gahazi was like, this opportunity is slipping away. We right, gotta. Right. We gotta He's like, well, I want something. It. I want something, <laughs> Elisha. So, so how much did Gehazi ask for? Two talents. And, and two, two changes, of changes of clothing. Two he boys. asked for two? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because in the message, it's different. In the message, 
uh, Gehazi runs up to him and says, two young men just showed up from the hill country of Ephraim, brothers from the Guild of the Prophets, supply their needs with a gift of 75 pounds of silver and a couple sets of clothes. And then Naaman said, of course, how about 150 pounds? Whoa. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. This says a talent of silver and two changes of clothes. So he asked for one. So that must be what it is. Yeah. And they gave him two. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, heck yeah. Like, I thought I was going to die of this and now I'm not. So like, yeah, take it. I I brought it all with me. It'll be easier to travel without all this weight. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Naaman said, be pleased to take two talents. He urged him and bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of clothing and laid them on two of his servants and they bore them before him. He even sent servants with him. I guess so. That's nice. Wow. I didn't realize that he had brought so many servants. Uh, When he came to the hill, he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house and he let the men go and they departed. But when he went in and stood before his master, wait, sorry, but he went in and stood before his master. Elisha said to him, I guess, right? I guess, yeah. Elisha said to him, Whence come you, Gehazi? He said, Your (laughs) servant went nowhere. (laughs) That's a lie. He's like, Where where have you been? You were gone for a couple of days. He's like, Nothing, nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, we must I have missed each it. other. Yeah, I was on a walk. I, you must have just missed me. That's weird. I don't know. It's right here. <laughs> he said to him, "Didn't my heart go with you when the man turned from his chariot to meet you?" Whoa. My heart. I think he's like, like he predicted it, or he was like his his astral projection was there. Oh, seeing yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive groves and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men's servants and maid servants? The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave to you and to your seed forever. He went out. Oh my gosh. He went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. Gehazi. Dude, come on. Poor Gehazi. Shoot. Seriously. Gosh. Loyal servant Gehazi. Okay, for the bonus, we've got to look into this guy and kind of be like, what's what's his deal? Did he? Is there any lore about him? Are there any other stories about Gehazi? I thought for sure. Okay, I mean, are we to believe that this is Gehazi taking advantage of the situation and trying to like lying about the two young men so that he can get two changes of clothes and get all this silver and like taking advantage of the situation and that's why he's punished? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean the punishment seems disproportionate here. Yeah, for but sure. Yeah, well, it that's was like he, typical. He definitely made up the story. Like that seems clear that he's like, mm, actually, we should get some money." So he ran out. Jeez. Well, yeah. I guess that's what you get, Gahazi. Dang. Wow. Wow. Jeez. I don't remember any of these stories. No, honestly. I mean, of course not. It's probably think, not something they're going to talk about a lot in church. I learned the oil one. Because that's a pretty kid-friendly story. Well, it's hard, though, because I don't remember if I remembered this oil story or Elijah's oil story, right? Huh. Like, because they're, they're so that similar. That was an oil and cake story, though. <laughs> I, I remember see. this one being an oil-focused story. Oil only. <laughs> only oil. Because, like, okay, when yeah. I think of, like, oil-based miracles in the Bible, I think of Hanukkah. Right? Like, I think of way back in, mm. in Exodus It's times. not even in the Bible. There was some stuff in Exodus about the oil never running out. Remember in the, in the tent that Sarah 
made that was like one of her miracles is that the lamps never went out lanterns always burned yes but that's not where the story for hanukkah comes from uh sure i guess yeah you're right that's a separate story but either way that's what when i think oil miracles i think that i don't think of this thing with elisha wow I mean, I guess I I feel like I remember the Naaman story about him needing to dunk in the Jordan seven times to urinize leprosy. Yeah, it probably came up in the context of like when you have stories about Jesus dealing with lepers that it's like, oh, and just like Elisha did this one time, I could see that coming up. Hmm. A lot of discussion of leprosy in Sunday school. You really had to explain that to kids. Yeah, that's very interesting. (laughs) That must have been a big thing back then. Yeah. Well, I have no idea what's going to happen next week because these stories are really bouncing all around. Yeah, it feels like we're really Mm -hmm. getting just the kind of like boom, 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 boom of like all these cool things that Elisha did. And I I gotta say, yeah, that's the thing. I gotta say, like, these two books are called First and Second Kings, but they're really like First and Second Prophets. Mm. you know what i mean good i like that yeah 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 i i don't really feel like the kings matter as much except for solomon the kings are kind of just in the backdrop yeah they're just like and this random king that we're not really talking about at all it's interesting yeah well (sighs) it it does just amaze me every single time like all the wild stories that we come across where i'm just like i had no idea this was in the bible i thought that i knew my esoteric bible stories had no idea yeah, oh, yeah. couldn't have told you about this weird, I'm going to lay my body on this child and specifically tell you that yeah. I put my mouth on his mouth and it was Ugh. great. And my yeah. eyes on his eyes. It's the whole thing's that's weird. weird. I don't know gonna what look that's that about. Because that's weird. Yeah, that's, I don't even know how you do that, but I'm sure <laughs> we'll find really out. All and then <laughs> y'all will hear about it on Drunk Bible Study Bonus Edition. All yeah. right. Well. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the drunk Bible study fans and fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. The theme song for Second Kings is Gotham by Avatar. Avatar.